It just, God, this is bugging me. You're bugging me right now. Mm-hmm. You ever feel that way, Anne? Yeah, definitely. Usually when I'm making dinner. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I'm hungry. The the day. And you're like trying to climb on me, and I just need a minute. Like, and you Welcome to the Child Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co host, Ann Tuttle Brown. It's reasonable to have your child annoy you at times. <laughs> it's a given. They're going to be... You're living with the, another human being, right? right? I think in general, right. yeah. Anyone you're living that closely with, it's fair to know that there will be annoyances. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about what to do when your child annoys you. So there's sort of that superficial annoyance where you're just tired of dealing with children. And we're going to look at some of those variables that can set you up to be annoyed easily and things you can fix very quickly. And then there's the deeper issues of annoyance. So you just really get triggered at a deep level. They bring up some really old stuff and you're just over emotionally reactive, whether it's whatever kind of emotion it is, anger, sadness, just frustration. But it is not relevant to your child's influence, it's something bigger going on that your child represents that's triggering you into a deeper state of annoyance. So we'll look at that as well. So let's take the everyday more, ah, I just, God, this is bugging me. You're bugging me right now. Mm-hmm. You ever feel that way, Ann? Yeah, definitely. Usually when I'm making dinner, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I'm hungry the the day. and you're like trying to climb on me and I just need a minute. Like, And it's... <laughs> the end of the day so you've been already Mm -hmm. parenting all day so that seems reasonable that you're going to be less patient yeah more easily annoyed Mm -hmm. we can say what else are scenarios that oh bedtime when you're like this has gone on long enough like just we need to go to bed and you're tired Just listen to me just do what i'm asking Mm -hmm. please yeah or that just or when your child's movement i think and we'll go over each type of their movement and and what could be annoying but when it's just kind of like amplified and you just don't relate. Do you let so, your children know when you're annoyed? Do um, they know? Do you use that as use a way it. for them to stop whatever they're doing? Because I think that can be a ploy unconsciously and even consciously by some parents to really let their annoy that they are annoyed, that they're frustrated and annoyed. And now the child better knock it off or change mm-hmm. because, you know, you're causing me to feel annoyed. I've never said you're annoying me. There have been times though I've just like stop and they're like why and I'm like just stop. I just want to eat my dinner and I don't want you running around. Like just stop. Okay, so you've never <laughs> so, said you're really bugging me right now. No. I well, thought it, but you. yeah. Like, yeah, no. I I'm my point is <laughs> and it if would be I, best to avoid those. If I did, I'll tell you what my daughter would say. Mom, that really hurt my feelings and good, she'd tell me good. straight up that I shouldn't good say you. that. And so. you'd go, I'm doing a great job <laughs> yeah, teaching her right. to use her words. <laughs> there's very likely some immediate needs you have that you can bring resolution to. So to ask these few questions, am I hungry? Well, you can get something to eat, a healthy snack, drink water. Am I tired? Well, you might not be able to fix that immediately, <laughs> but at least you can now you have less patience mm-hmm. and you're more vulnerable. So you Also, gotta... I've, I notice I get, um, I'm more on edge if like something else in my life is bothering me. If I just read an email or saw something online. You're processing where I'm, something yeah, else. I'm like, oh, that's stressing mm-hmm. me out. Like, I have a shorter fuse for my kids. Yeah, what else like, is? Okay, I got to, like, separate the two. 
I can't mm-hmm. lash it out my kids mm-hmm. based on something that's going on at work or with a friend or right. something else. But a totally different scenario. Yeah. Do I need a break if I've been around this child or my children just too much mm-hmm. and I need a break? So you need to put those into your day. You need to set breaks in your life. You need to set them up. You need yeah. to get Give yourself just options. a minute and yeah, ask yourself those questions and see if any immediate need can be resolved. And they might just fix fix it right there. Right. And you can always that. say to your child, I'm just I need a minute. Really I'm tired right now and I'm really not feeling my best. It has nothing to do with you. But you know, yeah. I just need to acknowledge you go, what's going on for why me. Why don't you go sing and dance in the other room and yeah. give me a minute? Or you know, it's I think it's much better to to really be that clear. And you don't need to get into the specifics why you're not feeling great if you just say it's nothing yeah, to do just with ignore, you. So you they're not like, man, what did I do to bother mom? Right. That The variable there is you own the energy. You own it. You own that. I don't depend on my children to read me so they know where I'm at. Oh, mom's annoyed. It's better to just say I'm really frustrated right now for other reasons. And can't thanks. Yeah. You own that then. You don't put that on your children. And the energy is yours to make and that energy is yours to be accountable for so your children don't feel they're accountable for Mm -hmm. it that's why one of my more popular youtube videos is how to not take on other people's energy and i teach in that video that we all learned as children to have to read our parents energy because they weren't telling us (laughs) what was going on and what was really happening with them and you were taking it on yeah we take (laughs) it on because energy has to be accounted by someone and we'll take on our parents energy when we're young just because we don't have any other defenses and we feel like we have to now fix this like i this is something i did you're just left uninformed and you're in this confusion of emotion and it's better for a parent just to say this is what's going on for me and i'm choosing to own that and what would be the most supportive is blah 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 But each type has a tendency that can turn into annoying a parent. For type one, it just could be they're trying to lighten everything up. They're being goofy, silly, high movement. High movement. Type two, they could be long winded, taking a lot of time to make a decision, or wanting you, wanting to be near you, wanting to be held by you. And it can just feel feel like like it can just feel like too much. Yeah clingy type three will just be in your face up and down loud and type four will be could be telling everyone what to do or correcting correcting everything you say Mm -hmm. or even if they're in the background and you hear them critiquing commercials that was something my brother type four brother did a lot that i found annoying (laughs) that would bother me (laughs) i told him one time i know there's flaws in what they're doing here and you are right. Yeah, well, I don't want to, I just want to stay here and enjoy this experience. So I encourage you to use your critiquing abilities and things that are useful in life. But please don't share them right now. And I put a boundary on it. But yeah. he was like 17 at the time. And he could handle my very blunt feedback and just say, look, I want to hear it. Yeah. We've got more Child Whisper coming up right after this brief message. What's your mom uniform? Yoga pants? Jeans and a t-shirt? As a mom, you're busy and wardrobe isn't high on the priority list. But do you ever get tired of feeling blah about how you look? 
Carol Tuttle's Dressing Your Truth program helps you create a personal style that works for you, for your budget, for your family, and for your life. You can look more pulled together in less time. All you need is a little know-how, and Carol can show you. Just sign up for a free account at DressingYourTruth.com. What do you do, Anne, if one of your children are annoying you, you know their type, and they're playing out their natural tendencies, and they're going to be stressed, too, if they read your energy as being Mm -hmm. stressed. What do you say to them? How do you handle the situation? I guess it depends on how hungry or tired I am <laughs> in an ideal situation. Well, just this morning with my type two son, he's, it's funny as he's, I can just see as he's getting a little older, really stepping into who he is in the type two movement. He's very particular about what he wears. He gets himself dressed and he wants to choose what he wears. We just got some new clothes. And so he's like investigating and taking his time on what to choose. And I was there like giving him a bunch of options. No, no, no. And so I was just like, okay, I don't I want to take this much time. I've got to get other things going this morning. So I just said, why don't you take the time you need to get dressed? I'm going to leave and you can make the decision. So I just exited but gave him you know the support he needed to make that he could take that time rather than like trying to just you're just gonna wear this it doesn't matter i he had the time i just needed to get moving so did, I, he, meant, did he do it yeah and he was really proud of what he chose and he was fine to do it by himself so oh, good what do you do when your type three daughter's annoying you so with my daughter it is very much what we described that in your face and she's kind of bouncing all around or like during dinner time if she's getting up and down and i just want everyone to like sit and let's just eat like, just give me 10 minutes, like a nice family dinner. Can we just sit and eat? And she's that classic type three up and down out of her chair. And so I'll just set the boundaries clear. Like, you need to sit at the table until this time. You know, make it fair for her. And then, like, in that scenario where, like, we're all staying together, like, I'll create some boundaries, ask for her to do that. And then if it's, like, she just wants to have a dance party and have the music on really loud and I need a moment – of quiet I'll just invite her to go downstairs or to do it somewhere else just kind of try and redirect rather than shut it down Mm -hmm. the thing I recall from my childhood a very distinct feeling of when I'd get disciplined just for being me and it would trigger my father so he was easily annoyed by children Mm. what ran through my mind was what did I just do I don't even know Because I was just being me. Mm -hmm. And that's what you want to avoid with this is if you're vulnerable and easily annoyed in certain settings because of those variables that we've mentioned previously, and you then respond to your child as though you're disciplining them to shut them down, to get them to stop doing what they're doing, and they really weren't being anything but their natural selves, they'll wonder, what did I just do? I don't even know what I did. I guess it's not safe to be me. I shouldn't just be me. And over time, you'll yeah, they'll shut that down. Yeah, that gets, that's the value of the child whisper is that most likely you still are and you would have very much disciplined mm-hmm. children for natural tendencies. Now, it doesn't fall into you let a child do whatever they want. No, That's I, not what we're talking about as here. As I've thought through these scenarios, I think of like three different responses that I've had. So one, I exit or I invite the child to exit in a supportive and loving way like I did with Sam and choosing clothes or Katie like go you can listen to music but it needs to be somewhere else right now or two I'll create boundaries and like that just can't happen right now and this is what needs to happen Mm -hmm. or number three I will just go with it 
and fake it if I need to. Like if, mm-hmm. like for example, this morning she was playing really loud music. She loves to turn on the music loud while we're eating breakfast, and I'm just like, she yelled. Well, only... the other thing, if you have Siri or Echo or any of that in your home, <laughs> all they have to do is yell out, yeah. play. Da, 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 da. It's very accessible in yeah. our household. Yeah, so she Maybe was you just... need to get rid of that. Well, and... she was just on her iPad and okay. she was excited to be playing it while we're getting breakfast ready. And what you did know, she play? Oh, it was like Queen. A, a, well, sometimes <laughs> Pink. <laughs> oh, it was a Disney playlist this morning, okay. but it was like just getting to me. I'm very sensitive to like volume, and so I was tempted to just say turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. But I just went with it for just a little bit longer. Do you just let her play. Do you ever put in earplugs? I haven't tried, but I have heard that people do that. Yeah, I've read that on the Child Whisper Facebook yeah. group that some moms that just need to bring like, it down uh-huh. rather than trying to get all the children to bring it down, she just puts in earplugs. I'll have to try that. Yeah. And so, it just takes care of it for her. Mm-hmm. It's like when I can't hear my husband eat chew food. <laughs> it really bothers me, especially if we're having a conversation. I hear that it sounds like it's on loudspeaker. And so rather than tell him he's got to go sit somewhere else. You go somewhere else. I move myself to give myself a little bit of like, it's just, I don't know why. That's a thing though. That <laughs> and there's got to be, I'm sure there will be things with your, really your kids, to me. you know? So like, <laughs> and I, I like that, that last one that I shared of like, you maybe sometimes you just fake it and you just give them the benefit of the doubt and like, just go there with them. And yeah. then I think you realize where do you connect with them in their, like, in that movement in their nature and go like create scenarios where you can join in the fun and or in katie's um case like going big with her and having a dance party and creating a moment where we can experience that together or you let the other parent be the one that carries that for you really Mm. it's okay if you know that you're not (laughs) that parent all the time you know it's like her dad can meet Mm -hmm. her there Instantly. Yes. Instantly. No yes, effort. I can meet her there instantly. No effort because I match her energy. And mm-hmm. so it's okay to never be able to fully match your child's energy. That's an unreasonable expectation in my opinion. But meeting it with understanding and support is very different than joining in with it. Yeah, that's a good difference. Now, the bigger issue of being annoyed is getting deeply triggered, which is a bigger issue that you need to own. Because if you're overreacting and you're not able to maintain your composure in these settings where it's not really, there's no good scenario that you can say, that situation deserved that overreaction response <laughs> where I was screaming at my yeah. kids. So take, there's never, so ever there's a, a time there's some that's appropriate. There, yeah, you know, it's never okay to lose your temper and just go, ballistic on your children it's not okay or to make them read your sadness and depression and that you're just this glum solemn person a good bulk of the time so what's triggering that old old stuff that you need to heal and so for example if that was one of my red flags being a stay-at-home mom in the earliest years when you were all six and under i was being triggered right and left I didn't have control over in my environment anymore, and I recognized mm-hmm. that apparently I need to control my environment so I don't feel emotionally out of control. And it started to bring up a lot, a lot of stuff, and I enrolled myself in therapy. That's when I thought, something's going on here that I need to... It's bigger than this, It's yeah. bigger than this, because this isn't fair to my kids. And that's when 
Jenny was six, and I put myself in talk therapy and just said, I got to find out what's going on with me because mm-hmm. this isn't fair to my kids, which then ultimately put me on this path and becoming a healer and a teacher of healing. And so that's a parent's opportunity and, in my opinion, responsibility to get to the deeper issues so that your children aren't the brunt of your unresolved emotional pain that's really about your early childhood and through your teens. Mm-hmm. So, or past relationships. Like if you have a yeah. type 1 parent and their type 4 child's really bugging them because they're critiquing everything, like that could be an old scenario where the type 1 parent had a type 4 parent and yeah. that was being played out there. A child of your same type can trigger you because you're at odds with who you are. You've mm-hmm. not fully accepted yeah. it. Yeah, we've seen that. Yeah, we've seen that a lot. And so... The easiest go-to in helping you with that is the Carol Tuttle Healing Center at healwithcarol.com because I've got multiple, multiple resources in there to make it easy to clean this stuff up. So you can, And the reward is great to free yourself up so that you're present with your children and you're emotionally mature enough to be able to handle every scenario with a reasonable perspective and a, center, a place of being centered and not be this unpredictable parent when it comes to your emotional response is a huge value and gift to your children. You know, that was my big, I didn't want to be my mother and father and how they dealt with life and their parenting. It was very unhealthy. I had, you know, one parent that's a doormat that never spoke up and was really honest about anything. And another parent that was the other extreme overreacted horribly but there was no, you couldn't trust your parents, you know. You want your children to know they're safe with you. And the fact that your daughter can say to you, that really hurt my feelings, Mom, that's incredible. I mean, that says I did a good job teaching you to say children need to feel safe and they need to know they can say whatever is going on without being the brunt of your emotional stuff. And so you got to take accountability for any um, emotional overreacting that's going on and guaranteed we live in a time where just basically the energy of this planet is bringing stuff to the surface don't let your children play the role of triggering you get to it on your own this week's parenting practice for most parents you're going to have those everyday annoyances and short stints of being annoyed ask those questions when it happens this week what do i need to take care of am i hungry am i tired do I need it? Am I not taking care of myself? Do I need a break? What's the immediate solution right here, right now? Do I need to set a boundary with my child? What is a healthy solution where there's no fallout and unnecessary wounding of my children because of my being annoyed? The deeper issue, get in the healing center and start healing those unresolved emotional issues so you can really show up for your kids. That was my number one motive. I want to show up as a healthy parent for my children. And that's why I worked so hard those early years to not make my past interfere with my ability to do that. Thanks for listening. For more support, go to thechildwhisper.com where you can purchase the book, subscribe to our weekly parenting practice email, and find a transcription and audio of the Child Whisper podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you for leaving a review. 
If you have a parenting question, please send it to parenting at liveyourtruth.com. 